The Daily Talk Show, episode 621. And we've got Lemo in the building. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Lemo. Wonderful to be here, guys. Before we go anywhere, I want you to list the 620 guests that you prioritised ahead of me. Uh, far <laughs> out. <laughs> We've been emailing for a while, but I believe Tommy's oh, yeah. been on the email. So we, so I bumped, uh, our old office was in Easy Street. Your yes. agent is over there, I think yes, it is. Yes, correct. Yeah. And so we bumped into you and um, we're having a chat one morning and young mate, Mr. 97, was there. <laughs> It was early. It was early days. Like I don't know if '97. It would have been. He hadn't hit puberty at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he was a young man, sort of first job. This mm-hmm. is his first job. Yeah. But he, um, what happened? So yeah, so uh, we we're having a conversation, uh, and uh, we we're talking about the podcast and all that sort of thing. And uh, you were ordering a, a sandwich, uh, which is great. <laughs> yeah, right. And it r- rings true so far. <laughs> yeah, yes. And uh, so we had a great conversation. Ninety-seven was there. We, we were talking to, you. and then as you walked off, ninety-seven said, "That guy reminds me so much of Lima." <laughs> <laughs> which uh, it's good. It's nice to be a slightly crustier version of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If that guy had a shower and a shave and was 10 years younger, he'd be Lemo. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Sevs? Oh, uh, yeah, a bit embarrassed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, say sorry. Now. No. Um, how close are, like on the, on the panel for the, um, the project, how close are you in terms of proximity to the other people next to you? Is it like this, like when you're on there? Uh, it's not quite this close, no. no, no, no. I mean, this is cozy. Yeah, it's nice, yeah, isn't I it? I like it. I like to be yeah. within hand's reach. What's, how's the temperature, though, of the room? Is it the, this room specifically? It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Not too hot, not do too I look, cold. Do I look a bit hot? No, no, Am I sweating? No, no, no. I just I like to make sure we have a cool room. But actually talking temperature in the room, are you a Nando's guy? Do you eat much Nando's? But. Before we get to Nando's, okay, yeah. cold room is good for comedy. Just is by the really? way, yes, oh, that keeps you. Alert. So David Letterman famously had a very cold studio, mm. and guests were told to never mention it mm. while they were being interviewed. Really? Because otherwise, like we'd get. Otherwise, everyone would bring it up, and it would get boring. What's well, so like the, yeah. the number thing? You know, you brought up uh, the the episode number. Every single comedian that we've had on the show <laughs> yes. leads with. The number gag. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. 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 That's because we're all equally insecure. <laughs> and, we all, and they equally hate when I bring it up as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we just all want to be loved and we can't work out why others are loved more than us. <laughs> it's just that you got to check yeah. your email. It's really. the classic, uh, like a comedian will perform to a thousand people in a room. Mm. 999 will lose their shit. Mm. And the one person who's not laughing is the person you'll try and hunt down after the gig and the other person you'll think about when you go to bed that night. Mm. Not the 999 who had the greatest night of their lives. Yeah. Is that So you personally, are you hard on yourself as a comedian? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. only ever think about the stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. And it's rarely is a show ever 100%. So there's always something mm. at the end where someone will go, great show, and you go, yeah, but I bloody stuffed that joke up. Mm. They'll think- say, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. Yeah. Um, back on the checking the temperature of the room. Yes. Uh, Nando's. Do, do you eat much Nando's? No. Okay. I'm not a. I'm not much. No. I'm not much of a fast food kind of guy. Really? Fuck. Nando's is fast food to you. That's 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 high <laughs> fine dining. Oh, for oh, fine dining. <laughs> right. Eat in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fast, <laughs> Nando's fast food. That's that's. Uh, 
Would you take someone for a date to Nando's? So definitely. I take my girlfriend. Like if we're doing something nice, she's like, do you want to do something nice? Oh, you go to Nando's. We go to Nando's, which yeah. is a lot better than Uber Eatsing Huxterburger. Oh, right. Do you, <laughs> do you have a favourite Nando's? Um, oh, no, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, so I like. <laughs> I mean, and now I'm imagining now you've got a book at home where you've reviewed each of the individual Nando's around Not Melbourne. far off. Smith Street that's great. Uh, is great because it's got, they've got a table number one, which is this really, like you sort of get to see outside into the street, but it's like a bench that's curved mm. so you can sit close. It's oh, a perfect hmm. date seat. It's a bit obnoxious though because it's designed for probably five people to s- sit there, mm. whereas my girlfriend Bree and I sit there on our Mate, on, on our own. 7-Eleven. Mason went to a Nando, so I mix up the nicknames. I, I call him yeah. 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, 9 um, Went on a date to Nando's. Mm. What was the experience like? Because, I mean, we, Josh and I have been with our partners for quite some time. It's yes, just going for to, dinner. Are you yeah. trying to – you um, – Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. want us to say names? It, no, it was takeaway. You got takeaway? I got takeaway, yeah. On a, on a date? Yeah. Well, so, we, no, we, 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 we were getting something for dinner and so we were going to go to the, uh, like, the drive-in cinemas. So we got a takeaway Nando's and then took it. <laughs> and you took it to the drive-in? Yeah. Well, that is old school. <laughs> Where's the drive-in? I didn't know they still existed. I have no idea I think where there's it was. one in Coburg. Co- yeah, what Coburg. What is the Coburg one? Potentially. I mean, it's relatively close. There's one down uh, in um, Arthur's City. He doesn't even Saint drive. <laughs> he doesn't drive. You don't drive. You rode your bike. To <laughs> no, I got driven. You got driven <laughs> by your date. Yeah. yeah. Way to impress <laughs> on a first date. Yeah. I don't have my license. Can you drive me? <laughs> Did you get blind then? <laughs> As in drinking? Yeah. No, I don't drink. Did you get blind as in drinking? No. Did you poke something in your eyes so you'd never see again? <laughs> What's your go-to date night? Uh, can I just tell 97 something that's going to blow his mind yeah, right. from back in the day? Yeah. Drive-ins used to be everywhere and they were as popular as indoor cinemas, right, back in the day, back in my youth. <laughs> you used to go to the drive-in, you'd wind your window down. Yeah, you heard me. Wind. There's a thing you turned like that, right? You'd wind it and you'd wind it down about that far and then you'd get a speaker that was hanging on a pole. You'd pull it inside your car. It was attached by a cord and you'd hang it inside your mm. window and that speaker would be the speaker. Would you have two? Would you? Would it be surround you sound? <laughs> you could get one either side, absolutely. <laughs> That's That's nice. Provided there wasn't a car there that needed that one. <laughs> But more often than not, you just have one yeah. hanging on your open window. So if it was cold outside, it's too, a nightmare. Too bad. The privilege. Nando's in his car. He was eating yeah. chocolate. He was coming through the speakers. Being driven Internal. by his first date. <laughs> was it's FM, a modern day did man. They tune in because I've never been. I want to go. Yeah, you put yeah, it. Yeah, tune you, in yeah, now. You tune in. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, welcome to the future, mate. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and so date night. Where, where would you? Where would you go for a date? Uh, I'm trying to think where. So I've been with my wife for ten years now. Mm-hmm. So you don't date. <laughs> so we don't, we don't date anymore. <laughs> uh, we went out to dinner in Chinatown. That was our last date together. Yeah. Like yeah. a date day. So we'll either do the movies or a restaurant somewhere. Yeah. Probably not Nando's. No, I get it. What about <laughs> um, date nights? Barefoot investors got his book. He's, you know, so many people around Australia are doing date nights. Did Finance you get it? Stuff. Oh, you're an ex-accountant. Yes. Sounds yes. like an ex-crim or something. Yeah. <laughs> are you ever an ex-accountant or are you always an accountant? It's like a presidency. No, I am definitely not an accountant now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> like you can look at our books. I am no good to you right now. I have an accountant. Okay, sure. So it's, I'm so hopeless. Are you happy that. with your accountant? He's great. Yes, okay. he's very good. I went to boarding school with him. Oh, that's yeah. handy. So him and his brother, I went to boarding school with both of them, and they were two of my best mates at boarding school. We studied accounting together and then stayed really good mates. 
Oh, that's good. Uh, so I feel like I can trust yeah. them. Does he get entertainment? Does he get all the bits and pieces? Like, I feel like there's more uh, shit that you can claim. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a, he's a cross. He gets it. Oh, he's, quali- he's qualified. Oh, great. He's got a copy of the Income Tax Assessment Act. Oh, yeah. great. I find um, people- works, it works his way through it. People who have been accountants or in the finance game have a certain mind. Like, I've got a friend who creates content and he's an ex-finance guy, but he goes about it in this sort of very sort of, it's like a- Profit and loss kind of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You t- tend to be a bit more clinical. Are you like that with your comedy, with uh, your I am career? Li- I am like that with my I'm a real list guy. I need lists. I'm always writing lists. And if I don't have a list, I get anxious. Mm. So every gig I've ever done, I've handwritten my set list down. When I'm on holidays, and this infuriates my wife- I need at the start of the day a list of things that are happening that day or I just feel anxious through really? the day. Even if the list, even if all it says is breakfast, lay on beach, go to bed. That's I go, Great, it. That's it. This I know that after grown. breakfast the only thing I have to worry about is laying on the beach until dinner time. But if there's no list, I'll be laying on the beach in the morning going, well, what's happening next? Yeah. This is, so do you write the list or does she write the list? <laughs> I tend to write the list because she's so not into ask, lists. So you would say, okay, what's on today? Yeah. So I'd say to her, what are we doing today? And she'll say, well, I want to do A, B, and C. I say, okay, great. We can fit that in here, here, and here. You happy with that? Do you sure. write her a list and you a list or is it a combined it tends list? tends to be a joint list when, okay, we're on, yeah. when we're on holidays, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I have to – so I'll consult with her. I'll make the list mm-hmm. and then we – and then we follow the list. Mm, really? <laughs> to the letter! You've got kids? You've got a, a, one. one kid. He's three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. same. When was his birthday? Uh, he, he, uh, he? June 26. Right. Oh, no, sorry, July 26. July 26. So yeah. um, what about kids? Like that throws a spanner into the works for your yeah, list, they, mate. There's lying on beach. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do become the focus of your holiday. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went to Fiji recently, so kids club was very handy. Mm. Oh, you got... Stuck in the- We're in a cyclone. Yeah. yeah. I saw the photos. You're boarding up the- They yeah. were boarding up the- They windows. boarded up our windows. How'd that go in the list? Did uh, you have that board up windows? Well, cyclone kind of killed the list. It was <laughs> to get up, have breakfast, sit in room for nine hours, have dinner. <laughs> Bit of a doomsday prep list. Yeah. Are you, is, are you someone that- Are you a doomsday kind of guy? Like, do you think that- You, you were talking about Trump before. I feel like mm. people who like talking about Trump potentially- has a have oh, a doomsday look. A sick part of me is excited about Trump's downside. Mm. I don't know. I just yeah. feel, you know, you always want, or me anyway, I always want adventure and something crazy happening, mm. even if it's not the best scenario. That's what I love about North Korea. It's like, well, what's, what's Kim Jong-un about to do? What's going to happen next? You know, when you watch a car race, yeah. what do you want? The car accident, yeah. <laughs> you want an accident. Which, but you know. But you can't say that. I don't want to risk, I don't want to drive at a risk his life. But yeah. gee, I want to see an accident. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're stuck in that middle. I want to see what Trump's potential is because mm-hmm. he'll win this next election. Then he'll be president for four more years. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do some batshit crazy stuff. Mm. He's going to do, he's going to be off the chain. It's going to be mental what he's going to be doing. He'll, he will install. One son as the head of all the intelligence agencies. He'll install his other son as the head of the military. His daughter will be uh, the secretary of state uh, and he'll 
they, you know, there's the young, the little one. Oh, yeah. Baron. Yeah, the, <laughs> right, the, the Baron. The one that nearly yeah. fell asleep yeah. standing up. <laughs> that guy, you know. He'll be the youngest ever, <laughs> youngest ever vice president or something. <laughs> It'll just be family, it'll be a family business <laughs> like Trump has been forever. He'll yeah. write Trump on the White House. It'll be the Trump House, not the White House. Yeah. Uh, and it's just going to be mad shit. And he'll level government buildings and put in more golf courses. It's just, I, like, fuck, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've, I, I feel like you've, you've been into the po- politics, the US politics. In terms of when he started and what everyone thought he was going to do yeah. versus now, yeah. what is the sort of It's, over, mu- it's much worse. It's much worse. People thought it would be vague incompetence, right? Mm. And they were worried that it would be vague incompetence, where it's just being uh, planned treachery, I would say. Mm. So he's anyone who disagrees with him, he sacks. Whereas Abraham Lincoln famously employed people from both sides of politics who he employed them because they would disagree with him and he felt that would help him make the best decisions. There's something very powerful about uh, quoting or mentioning Abraham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that something like, is that a, because I sort of make an effort where I'm like, I got a book on um, Alexander Ham- Hamilton. Oh, yes, like, yeah. It's a big fucking book. I'm never going to have time to read it. <laughs> but there is that sense. Have you actively tried to learn things about him or how? where did that come from? That's the only thing I know about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and you managed to mention it. That's, that's good. But that is quite a famous uh, fact about Ab- Abraham Lincoln. So you don't have to be a student of him to sure. to mm. know that you would. Mm-hmm. And because uh, Barack Obama tried to replicate that when he mm. was first uh, elected president, where but Trump's the opposite. Sure. He wants everyone who agrees with him, and if you disagree, mm. then you're getting sacked. And even in recent times, if you disagree and you've got a family member in the White House, I'm not only going to sack you, I'm going to sack your brother. Yeah. He's just getting at everyone who disagrees. And then once you're surrounded by people who agree, life's just so much sweeter. So how did he get away with – how did he get through the impeachment without being convicted or whatever they – Well, it was – Impeached. impeached? Yeah. Well, he was impeached. Oh, yeah, he, he was impeached. That's right. Yeah, he, he was impeached. The- so it's kind of like impeached is being arrested mm-hmm. and then the trial is the trial like you would have a trial in front mm-hmm. of a judge. But yeah. instead of a judge, it's the Senate. So he got impeached by the House – and the Senate is majority Republican, mm. so they were never going to. It's never. It's only three times before a president's been impeached. Andrew Johnson, and that was stopped by the Senate. Bill Clinton was stopped by the Senate, and this he was stopped by the Senate. Mm. And Richard Nixon would have been convicted by the Senate as soon as he realised that he just quit. Yeah. So instead of being dragged out kicking and screaming, he went, "I'm, I'm out." Do you read a lot of news? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. What do you read? What's uh, your, what's your, like, just, do you use phone apps or what's the... <laughs> I use... I'm on this thing called Flipboard at the moment. Oh, yeah. Flip, fuck, I haven't heard anyone mention Flipboard in a Is long time. That, that was a big thing when the iPad first came out. Uh, yeah, right. But it's still a thing. It's still, it's still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're old when you mention an yeah. iPad. Yeah. 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 The guy that mentions the drive-in cinema yeah. and the old speaker <laughs> and yeah. Flipboard. Yeah. Well, because it's like, um, it's it's like flip- an old school Pinterest. Or, like, it's just like... It's like, oh, create your own magazine of news, yeah. right? Yeah, so you just uh, click on your favourite topics, mm-hmm. your favourite websites or whatever, and then it just compilates news or compiles news relevant for you. Oh, that's good. And then it works out what you click on more than everything else. So it's the echo cha- It's a classic epo- echo chamber. Yeah, it mm. tells me exactly what I want to hear. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so you, perfect. You're not, you haven't got the Abraham Lincoln approach, sort of like some shit you don't no, agree no, with. But I do so – but I love reading <laughs> mental Trump stuff, which is often on Fox yeah, News. Yeah, and yeah. Fox News – 
I fucking can't stand it, but I watch it all the time. Mm. I watched like, Bombshell. Have you watched that film? I, I haven't. It's fucking great. But I watched the TV series. Was it a TV series? No. The with um, It's the same story. Oh, yeah. But it was on Stan. Oh, that's good. I'll and it was called- uh, the loudest voice. The loudest voice. That's with, why we got him here. That was Thanks, really good. George. With Russell Crowe. But what I've heard Rusty. is it's very hard to watch Bombshell, who plays uh, Roger Ailes. I don't know any actors. No, Sevs will be uh, able to tell us from Bombshell. It's very oh, hard to watch him if you've seen Russell Crowe play the same character. Oh, really? Because yeah. Russell oh, Crowe's so, so Russell, good. Because Russell Crowe, was that the one where he puts on heaps of weight and shit? Yes. Oh, fuck. So is that a TV series? Or That's what? a TV series. Oh, great. Mm. Yeah. It's really good. Well, the guy who um, is in uh, uh, Morning, what's that? What was the- Morning uh, Wars. Morning Wars. The oh, guy, yeah. the executive producer that was in Morning Wars uh, is in- this uh, bombshell thing. So it's confused, especially when they're similar topics. Mm. It's oh, very right, confusing okay. when you have different characters playing different shit. Mm. Okay. Has he been typecast? Is that the yeah, only well, role? No, he can- because he was playing a different, he wasn't in, ex- if he played the role of a morning show executive producer, right. I'd respect that, but he was playing the, the partner. Okay. How do you make sense of what, what is real? I guess what's the truth? Because you listen to the ABC. I think they created a podcast around Trump and the impeachment. Oh, the look into Russia. Russia, 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 Russia if, if you're, you're listening. listening. Yeah. I loved it. Which is great. I mean, you're convinced he's just the biggest monster on earth and he's actually going to get caught and go to jail. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the way they lay it out, but then mm-hmm. nothing happens. And so how do you make sense of what is real, what's not, what's yeah, really going to happen? I used to listen to a lot of MSNBC, so Rachel Maddow. I would listen to a lot, her podcast, and um, Anderson Cooper from CNN. Yeah. But then if you listen to it every day, you would think over the last four years, you'd go, oh, well, Trump's presidency is about to end mm. any day now, <laughs> listening to that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you realise that it's really skewed. It's like Michael it, Moore. Michael Moore is yeah. full on like that. But he's like, <laughs> he leans into the hyperbolic nature, which is just like, like yeah, you know, Trump is Trump is done. This is definitely yeah. going to be the end of Trump. And then it doesn't happen. And it's like people, uh, you know, climate, uh, where people say, oh, they don't buy a house on the coast. I remember 15 years ago, uh, what's his name, Flannery, who was the Australian of the Year, mm-hmm. saying don't buy a house on the coast because it'll be flooded in 2020. <laughs> and then you get here and you think, well, what is the truth? <laughs> yeah, 2021. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'd buy a house on the coast. I'd love if I could afford it, I'd I love, wonder if the, I'd love a house on the coast. Has the real estate prices gone down if it's on a cliff? Do we know that? <laughs> not in Hell's <laughs> Clues or Sydney or even Albert Park. They've been saying that about Albert Park. Really? The water's going to come in because it's on swamp land, so it's like almost lower yeah. than sea level, something like that. So I feel like you've got who, – who do you believe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, and then the media is so, uh, you know – can you believe a word Murdoch says? No, the Murdoch press? I, well, I didn't even know about, like, I'm pretty dumb. I knew nothing <laughs> about, like, from the news perspective, I didn't know that there was, like, left-leaning and right. Like, it's only in the last, like, three years. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And the ABC is actually very balanced. I know I worked mm-hmm. there from time to time, but it, re- it really is. Yeah. They, provide, they go to so many lengths to provide both points of view. Mm-hmm. And do you think and, that most people would say that that is... When it's balanced, do most people say that's actually left-leaning? Is that what ends up happening? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the people out on the right are a lot of the time kind of crazy. Yeah. But because I was thinking the other day around like the um the the super so you got the super like the far right and then you've yeah. got the far left. Yes. Um, they're as crazy as each other. Well, yeah, because that's what I didn't realize. But like you start seeing the. Like at the start, it's like, oh, you know, we've got to be um, open-minded and all that sort of thing. And then 
but then you see what can happen mm. where people are just like, like, no, like you're getting like anger, I guess, on both sides where yeah. it's like, no, we just need to be angry right now <laughs> yeah. is potentially destructive. Uh, they'll, yeah, they'll, you know, they'll Google, they'll search keywords on Twitter mm. and find places to be angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, on, ra- I, on commercial radio, if ever you mention Jesus, the switchboard would light up straight away regardless of the context. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, we could just on, its, on solo just go, Jesus, yeah. and then people start phoning. Yeah, we, we had people call in. I used to work in Shepherd on radio. They told us we got to pull back on saying Jesus. Really? And it was yeah. obviously I was doing a passage each morning when we opened <laughs> 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 it. It was no, but just Jesus. Oh, wow. That's so you couldn't say grace before breakfast <laughs> anymore? It was bullshit. Uh, it was bullshit. So I went to the uh, – um, Judaism Bible, and they, that was okay. Baruch Atar, no. That's very good. Uh, that's, that's, that sounds good. Went to sounds three good. bar mitzvahs. That's how Here, I know. Here's a fun exercise for you. Well, is it fun? I don't know. It's fun for me. <laughs> Get a right-wing columnist, mm-hmm. okay, and every time they use the word left mm-hmm. in the column, replace it with right because they often write about themselves without realising it. Uh, yeah. So what you'll get is, let's say it's an Andrew Bolt, for example, mm-hmm. he'll say uh, the insane left only care about themselves and their crazy agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're screaming into an echo chamber, not realising they don't represent the views of all Australians. And it's just that's exactly yeah. what he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what he writes about the left. Have you thought from a the standpoint of being a comedian, mm. talking about politics – uh, what have you learned? Because I guess there's probably a bunch of people that say, fucking Lemo, you lost me. You <laughs> yeah. fucking lost me. Yeah, yeah. You're I, losing me. You're far I, left, Lemo. Yeah, you're fucking, and you're fucking losing me right I now. Don't talk, I don't talk about politics on stage uh-huh. uh, or on radio. Just on the podcast. Just on this podcast. You shouldn't have got me started because yeah. it's all yeah. <laughs> it's all in there, ready to come out. What is, what's but the, I don't talk because I think in breakfast radio, people don't want to hear about politics driving mm-hmm. to work in the morning. Yeah. I don't think. They just want to laugh and have fun and turn their mind off of shit. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to be told what to think by some Buckhead like me, right? <laughs> uh, and on stage, I, I don't feel as though I'm smart enough to be able to really deliver on sharp political pieces. Mm, mm. I'd rather just talk about my wife and my dog and my son and, and the Nando's, fact that I'm getting old. Is it, and is it, is it fast food? <laughs> <laughs> fast food or a delicate treat? Are you a, healthy, are you a healthy guy, do you think? No. Really? No. But you have something, but you're, like I feel like people don't say fast food. Fast food sounds like something you heard in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm sure, I'm sure my age. You know? But see, because I'm getting older and it's harder to lose weight, mm-hmm. I just can't afford to be eating that type of food. Mm-hmm. It makes me – Do you, are you, have you ever measured how quickly food makes you sad? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you think about – and I'm talking about when you eat something, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, <laughs> How quickly does that item of food make you sad? Mm. Now, for me, the fastest path to sadness is a donut. Yeah. I won't even be finished a donut and it'll all already have made me sad about the fact that I'm eating it. Yeah. Literally, like my Uber Eats person being late, I'm already sad about it. Like before it's <laughs> even arrived, I'm like, I don't fucking want It's going to be shit. It's going to yeah. be soggy. Yeah. It's going to be. There you go. So if I'm eating Nando's mm. or Macca's or whatever, Hungry Jack's, and I'm smashing one of those burgers, I'll love it initially mm-hmm. and yeah. I'll probably love it until I finish it, And then, but I'll be sad within two or three minutes. Any happy foods that you have that make you happy? 
Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, steak. Oh, yeah. Steak makes me happy. Mm-hmm. That puts a big smile on my face. And I stay happy afterwards. What about yeah. salad? Salad? Yeah, I, I Honest, like yeah. I like a salad these days. Mm-hmm. So a salad will make me happy. Steak and salad. I'm very mm-hmm. steak and three veg. Really, that reminds that takes me back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. So that puts me not in only in a nutritious mm-hmm. good place, but and you know an, an emotional mm-hmm. steak and how three many veg. glasses of uh, wine have you had at that point? Is, is it the wine that's making you happy? Heaps. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the doctor recently because I'm over fifty now, mm-hmm. right? I went to the doctor recently and he said- It's when you start going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 50. How many uh, standard drinks do you have a week? Mm-hmm. Right? And I said, how many standard drinks in a bottle of wine? He said eight. I said, well, 56. Right? <laughs> and he said, that's too many. You can't have 56 standard drinks a week. And I said, what's the limit? He said, it's 10. I said, 10 a week. He said, yes, 10. Anyway, I went home and told my wife and she cracked it at me. And she said, you meant to lie when you asked that question. <laughs> and I said to her, I fucking did. <laughs> I, did I didn't include any beer at all. <laughs> I only included wine. So I need to cut back on mm. drinking. So that's unhealthy. Yeah. And when I – so last night, for example, I went out for a friend's birthday dinner at the pub. So my wife and my son and I had kangaroo – and Very some red lean. wine with some veggies. So that food made me happy. Yeah. Had some red wine. All good. Got home. And I'd had a couple and I went, oh, I might go and get a bottle of red at the bottle. And we live so close to a bottle, like 30 metres. Really? Which is dangerous. I'm That's actually above Dan Murphy. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Street, You're so close. Like I'm close. Yeah. yeah. But I still fuck the timing of when it's open. Anyway. That's that, would be the, that would be the end of me. Yeah. But anyway, 30 metres. So I go and get a bottle of Pinot. Come home. What sort of price, by the way? Yeah, that's how I that's how I shop for wine because yeah. I don't have a I don't know yeah. like twenty eight bucks. I normally go between twenty and thirty, mm-hmm. and that's where I feel like I'm getting a decent mm. Pinot without breaking the bank. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So I get a bottle of Pinot, and I tend to go. I'll either go Yarra Valley mm-hmm. or coastal. You I'll go, go coastal. South Australia or Victoria. Okay, mm-hmm. for my wines anyway. And then I had a big packet of fruit chocks, which is a South Australian bit of confectionery that I love Mm -hmm. because I've just been in Adelaide. Um, And then I sat down in front of the television. My wife went to bed. My son went to bed. And I drank red wine and ate chocolate until I felt sick. (laughs) At what point did you get sad? (laughs) (laughs) I got got sad when I started, when I realised how much chocolate I'd eaten. I went, oh, I need to go to bed. (laughs) And then I was a bit sad when I woke up this morning and I felt bloated. Was that last night? That was last night, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching, uh, I watched uh, The Circus, which is a show on Stan about, mm-hmm. that follows the US, mm. uh, just follows US politics, and they release a different episode each week. At what point are you working? Uh, you know, like at what point are you setting in time, uh, setting aside time to write or to, or is that part of it? You was it on the list? Was all this on your list? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't really have a list yeah. yesterday. Yeah. That was That's, one of my problems. Do you have to put when you're going to be sad on the list? <laughs> no, just that just occurs naturally. <laughs> okay. I just wait for that to happen. Oh, so a, I, had a, I had a mole removed yesterday, which is why I've got this. Yeah, mm. You can hardly tell. Yeah, thing there. Uh, so that was part of my day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did they tell you you had to get it done? Like, is it, did they he, say? He actually upsold me. So I went to see him for a mole check. And I had a full body mole check and he said, yeah, you're all good. And he pointed at this and he goes, you ever thought of getting that removed? <laughs> uh-huh. And I said, to be honest, I have thought about it a few times. 
And he said, and the doctor, he, his actual line was, he said, well, it's not paying any rent. <laughs> it's, giving you, it's giving you no return on your investment. <laughs> you always get rid of a bad tenant. And he said, and he said it's really easy. It'll take uh, 20 minutes. Do you talk about price? Because I went to a doctor with my ingrown uh, toenail and I felt so he fucked it, by the way, but that's another story. But he was like, okay, 550 bucks it's going to cost. I'm thinking, okay, that's an iPad, whatever. <laughs> and then he said, um, but it's going to happen to the other side. So if you do the other side, I can do that for half the price. And I was sort of like, I don't like this idea that this guy <laughs> yeah, is talking yeah, to me yeah. that's meant to be yeah. a medical professional. Buy one, get one. Yeah. And, half and price. so was, was there a bit of but, like, was there a, no. a conversation on price? Or was uh, he said, Contra, go. an Insta story? <laughs> <laughs> I was taking this was photos. It, we could do, this could be your credit line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Do, what do Swipe up to find <laughs> Lemo's surgeon. Yeah, yeah. I was taking photos through the process. Because I was going to do a story oh, and the, I forgot the punchline though because last night I went to a mate's birthday at the pub mm. and I wanted to take a photo of everyone there and say it was the Moles farewell party. <laughs> but I forgot to take the photo of the group. <laughs> you were thinking about getting that bottle of Pinot yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. I was. Yeah. I was thinking about getting sad later on. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, we, so, yeah, he upsold me to get it removed, but the price I discussed with the receptionist. Okay. Mm. After yeah. it or before? No, after. He said, he said if you want to do it, mm -hmm. uh, make this type of appointment with the receptionist. Okay. She'll give you the price. Mm. It's up to you. Oh, great. I said, sure. And did it happen all straight away? So you went to the receptionist? I went out and made an appointment for two weeks' time, oh, okay, and that sure. two weeks' time was yesterday. Okay. Mm. What did you pay? I think it was like 400 bucks or something. It's an mm. iPad. <laughs> is it like that? Old uh, version. Yeah, you could definitely get, at least to be able to play your flip book. You, you could go the original iPad. I'm sure it'd still work. My flip board. Flip board, have sorry. You, have you noticed that old people take photos with iPads? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, an indicator that someone's uh, old. No, I grabbed a phone on the weekend at a 40th and I said, fucking, my mum's phone's here. And it was all <laughs> enlarged text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get basically, hi there, and that's it. That's all <laughs> that you can see on screen. I'm, I'm nearly at that stage. <laughs> Do you yeah. wear glasses? Do you? Yeah. I do have reading gla reading glasses yeah, oh, yeah. over there. You take them with, with you everywhere. So reading glasses and quickies are the two quickies. additions. Is it quickies um, for heartburn? Heartburn, heartburn. Yeah. indigestion. Yeah. I, yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that could make you sad as well. Is, yes. Is is the food connected to the heartburn, which is connected to the sadness? Yes. Think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> strong. <laughs> sadness has become a real thing, hasn't it? Yeah. This is podcasting. This is what normally, you know, by the end of it, you're sort of opening up and talking about your sadness. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. Uh, they're all connected. Yes, hundred yeah, okay. percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. would you take an? Is it called a quickies? Quickies. Do you take the quickies before you get the heartburn or when it started? Uh, when it once it started, okay. mm. so once you feel, I don't know mm. if that's the right way mm. to do it. And what food is it? Acidic, like a pinot would do it. No? Uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's just having too much, mm. too much of anything. Did you take one last night? No, okay. no, I didn't have any heartburn last night. Oh, that's good. I just, <laughs> just had <laughs> sadness. <laughs> I had the sadness without the burn <laughs> last night. <laughs> I had years ago. I had uh, stomach ulcers, mm -hmm. which I guess were <laughs> through my medical history. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is great. No, I had these stomach ulcers. So I was. Um, oh, I'll, I'll tell you the story. So my poo, right? Mm -hmm. This is before I knew I had stomach ulcers. Yeah. Was jet black, right? So I do the Sunday project one night, and Andrew Rochford, the, who was the resident doctor on the project, mm -hmm. we do a finish a Sunday episode. 
And I see him afterwards and he goes, here you go, mate, you're right, you look a bit pale. And I said, actually, Doc, I've been feeling shit ass. I said, really lightheaded. Every time I stood up, I felt like I was going to faint, mm-hmm. right? And that, this had been going on for about a month. It was really low on energy. Sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, and my poo is jet black. And he stopped straight away in his tracks and he said, I would send you to emergency right now if you were my patient. Wow. He said, give me. But I'm a TV doctor. (laughs) So I don't have any idea. He's in the makeup chair. (laughs) So he said, you should go to emergency now. He said, if you have to wait till the morning, then wait till the morning, but Mm. you need to go to a doctor ASAP. So I had these ulcers and I was bleeding internally, which is why my poo was black. And I was feeling faint because my blood count was really low because I was bleeding so much, right? Anyway, I didn't know any of this. Nearly needed a blood transfusion, but what? didn't quite. And then I went in, but this is because getting bad indigestion at the time. Yeah. But then I had this operation and they gave me this medication. I didn't get indigestion for five years after that. Well, it's like this miracle cure. Mm. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Anyway, it started to come back again. Oh, no. So I'm checking the colour of my so poo. What, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> what, what are we at? Let's check what, the colour no, in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a like a British paints colour chart. <laughs> Matching your jewels. up next to them. <laughs> well, I think licorice um, would probably make you shit. But like there's a few other things that it could have been. And also licorice apparently raises your uh, blood pressure. Right. Which, is it, which is a fun fact. I don't. Are you a licorice guy? No. Are you an olives guy? Do you eat olives? Uh, yeah, I'll have an olive from Pick, time to pickles? time. Uh, yeah, I don't mind a pickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you have a jar of gherkins at home? Uh, there possibly are a jar of gherkins at home, uh-huh. but I wouldn't have them by themselves. Sure. A cheese pic- or what do you pickle in a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a sandwich guy. As oh, we this is <laughs> <laughs> how we all, that's how you met young Austin. <laughs> I'm a sandwich guy. I'm not a fast food guy. Though. You're a sandwich guy. I'm a sandwich guy. It, it went, came pretty fast, that sandwich. <laughs> is that fast food? Well, I've gotten into Subway, which I know is like oh, bottom of the pit sandwich, potentially. Well, but there they have sandwich artists. <laughs> yeah, but they don't care. That's the one thing. Like, And the other thing too is. But maybe that's hip art. Artists yeah, don't they, give a they shit. Don't care. But the thing is that, like, normally, if I think that they're probably, I don't think any sandwich artist cares. Like, if if Subway, not Subway, they all don't care. But the thing with Subway is they're in front of you when they're making it, right? <laughs> yeah. When your sandwich is getting made, they can sort of be out back crying making your sandwich, <laughs> and you don't see. But you see, like, the, the lady the other day overcooked my eggs. So what happened was, I risky. I don't normally do meat at Subway. Just. Never do because they've got the drawn-on lines already from. Do the, they just they have seafood at Subway? Yeah, they oh, do the tuna yeah. using an ice cream scoop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. not, don't use an ice cream scoop for anything outside of or oh, ice cream, or, or don't go to Subway for your sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've worked out the ingredients that are okay at Subway. But the um, yeah, the egg the other day. Uh, I had one sandwich artist and then it changed sandwich artists halfway through, right, which can sometimes happen. Uh, so you've got one sandwich made by two artists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, um, worth more, of course. But, no, so the, the, the first sandwich artist put the eggs on uh, for like two minutes because they basically they're made and they just put it on for 30 seconds and give it a zap, right? Efficiency, fast food, you know how it is. Um, but then the second person that took over didn't realise that the eggs had already been cooked. And so they did it for another 30 seconds. I was sort of like at the time, I'm like, do I mention anything? I'm like, you know what? It's going to get rid of bacteria. So I'm happy for it. I have. But and it's your sandwich. You, <laughs> should, <laughs> sandwich. you should be free to yell out. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't, I didn't say anything. But then the, um, the lady grabs the eggs 
with her gloves. And because the the eggs are so hot, because they're they're double the temperature than what they're meant to be. Yeah. She's going, oh, fuck. And the gloves sort of, because it's a very thin plastic, almost like a plastic that you'd get at like a Mr. Donuts, you know, like the, uh, yeah. the <laughs> sticking to her hands. And I was just like, and part of me in that moment, I was like, wanted to say, hey, I'm right here. Like you don't, you don't have to sort of create a fuss in front of the customers. But I was like, she just burned her hands. So Do you uh, pay at the start or at the at end? At the end, at the end. Oh, so you could have walked away. I could have walked mm, away, yeah. but I wanted, you see the development of the sandwich or the whole thing. And oh, was, so you become attached to it. You become attached to it. I nearly the end. child. You were adopting. I've noticed since it was this big. Uh, yeah, but no, Subway's definitely fast food. I can't like believe a, you're getting egg on your Subway. Yeah, it was a breakfast one. Yeah, yeah, it's monstrous. So, yeah. Uh, right. And so where would you – so Nando's is your pick, though, of the fast Yeah, Nando, food. yeah, definitely. Because you can actually um, – TJ and I want to actually do a bit of an experiment where I do Nando's for 30 days. Nothing but Nando's. Yeah. Because um, they're, no. they're, they're, they're a client and so we do some video <laughs> stuff with them. And so we – Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is oh, a Nando's. It's sponsored by Nando's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not But because we're just a podcast, they don't give us any money. But I'm hoping that we can like package this up and be like, look, we had like comedian <laughs> comedy's limo talking about Nando's for five minutes. Can Josh get Nando's for thirty days? Yeah, and I yeah. reckon I could get lean as fuck if I just had like the tenderloins. Yeah. And yeah. now don't start be defamatory to Nando's to ruin our whole. <laughs> <laughs> just, It'll be okay. either way. So. No, yeah, 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 we'll, your problem can. is that have you seen the McDonald's movie? Yeah, Super Size uh, yeah, yeah. Super Size yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Morgan Spurlock. Uh, Morgan Spurlock. And yeah. that doesn't reflect well on McDonald's. Well, they did, yeah, because he's eating McDonald's. And he also, every I mean, time they say what he's saying, Nando's. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> no, is seriously. There any, can you get fruit at Nando's? Uh, Mate, fruit, I guess we've said fruit's never but your problem. You but yeah, but fruit isn't your problem. <laughs> Oh, that's two series. Is, that's lame. It's fine. It's talking to us. Um, no. Listen. Oh, that is my. How do you turn? I don't know. See, I'm old. I don't know how to turn Siri off. That's a new phone. <laughs> that happened to me on radio. It's come up again. <laughs> I was well, on radio just, and I started mute the, your phone. You just, hey? mute, just have it muted. I did have. It is muted. That's. An, but I, Siri it, still talks. I don't, I don't believe it's muted. Can we? Can we have a look? Yeah, yeah it's definitely not. Siri still talks. It's not muted. Not muted. Siri still talks though. Well, yeah, I no, had, she definitely does. had it muted on radio. No, she, and it and went this off. This is just a podcast where you talk about being sad. <laughs> oh, so, so I'm happy to leave it on. <laughs> the worst is so if I'm listening back to this podcast, mm. hey Siri, my oh, phone is. Here we go. But it's through my um, it's through CarPlay, and then what it does is whenever it's interrupted, it jumps back 10 seconds. And so it's this forever loop of, oh, hey, right. Siri, and then it jumps back. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Don't have to worry about that shit with Flipboard, you know. So. <laughs> no, no, Flipboard. Flipboard. So let's, I'll yeah. reveal something about myself here. I'll go, okay. See, now, see, you're doing it again. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Your closest Nando. Uh, <laughs> hey, it started saying the CarPlay thing that you were talking about. Yeah, I did on, it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'll go okay. to Flipboard. We'll Do you like my- Face ID, by the way? Yeah. However, again, sign I'm getting old. Only mm-hmm. just got this phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first week, I'm looking at my phone. I'm going, I can't bloody lock it. It just keeps unlocking. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I, I face, face ID. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I looked at it, unlocked. But I'm looking going, why won't it lock? <laughs> that's, that's very annoying. Uh, that's great. So if we go to Flipboard. So this flipboard. reveals mm-hmm. what I look at most. Yeah, great. 
It's so, a little flipboard review. It's a, yeah, it's a flipboard yeah, reveal. Yeah, so. so we'll update. Trump. Uh, elderly Trump voters suggest making him president for life. <laughs> there you go. That's very uh, So that's brand. off the website raw story. There you go. So the, the interesting thing about Flipboard, because these curation, uh, Google's gotten in a bit of trouble with this because they essentially, they're curating news. Yes. But how are the news companies actually surviving? Like because are they presenting, are they then sending you to New uh, York Times or wherever uh, it is? Yes, they are. Okay. So that story. So if do I, you need if, to pay? What, do you pay a New York Times subscription? Are you that No, I don't. If I go to New York Times and I have to. Put in your username. Put in a username. I just forget about it and go back to another story. Okay. Yeah. Because I can't be bothered paying the no, New York I get Times. That. I pay too many people too much shit. What right subscriptions now. do you have? You oh, love fucking Stan. hell. You've got a lot of Stan. Just Stan, Netflix, uh, News.com, mm -hmm. Foxtel. Can you pay for News.com, don't you? He's worked out how to. He's a hacker. Herald Sun's. Oh, Herald there's Sun's. a paywall on oh, Herald yeah, Sun. Yeah. 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 And that also gives you super coach, and I get papers delivered with that as well. Really? What, yeah. what else? What other purchases? What do you spend your money on? Um, other than nappies and Pinot. Yeah, <laughs> na na nappies. Pinot beat my biggest expenditure. <laughs> Not much. I mean, just stuff for the kid, really. Yeah. That's about it. I, I spend very little money. I have a lot of T-shirts. Mm -hmm. uh, do you like cars, do you? That's my biggest expenditure. No, I like Old Crow Medicine Show. What's that? The band. It's oh, okay. a band. It's an, American, it's, a podcast. it's an American band. Uh -huh. But you don't like cars? Don't give oh, a fuck no, about this Holden I don't stuff care about, I don't really care about the cars. The Holden thing? Like, oh, could it's you have sad a good to lose an Australian icon, mm -hmm. I think. That could have been anything. Like, mm. you could be talking about fucking a singer, like an icon. Like, mm. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> like, well, I was going to mention a singer's name, but I'm like, I don't want to, like, imply that someone's dead that's not. Are you saying, you're saying John Farnham's dead? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was Are going, you I, suggesting that? That's so funny. That's where I went. Um, are you, do you go to many concerts? Are you a music guy? Uh, not really, to be mm. honest. Mm. I go to, oh, I'd probably go to one or two a year, I reckon, and that'd be it. I used to go a lot years the radio, ago. radio, I mean. When I, was, when I was young. But also radio stations. Like I have, because I used to work in digital content at Fox back in 2012 and I used to get free tickets to everything. Yeah. But now I've got a real, like it, it's painful to then buy yeah. tickets for shit when you used to. Yeah, it, it is annoying yeah. and I hate paying for tickets. So yeah. I recently I bought my wife tickets to go and see RuPaul's Drag Race Oh yeah, at the Palais. Uh -huh. She loves RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. uh, that was great. We're going to see Annie DeFranco for my wife's birthday. Mm -hmm. That's uh, in April. And uh, we saw Elton John. Oh, that's a lot of things. Last year. Oh. So, yeah. Uh -huh. And I go and see Mick Thomas at least once a year from the band Weddings Parties Anything. Great yeah. pub rock Aussie dude. Mm. Yeah, he's when you, great. When you, I mean, you move from accounting or you leave that, which is a clear path to making money, yes. into comedy. Yes. What's it like when you first actually start making money as a comedian? Is it this is fucking actually working? It's, or? A, it's a fucking relief. <laughs> it's such a relief. Do you remember your first bit of cash you made? Uh... Uh, not really. Like the first time I got paid for a gig, I can't really remember it. But I remember my first job that paid me properly mm -hmm. and just being relieved because I was in heaps of debt. What was <laughs> the debt from? What were you? What were well, you? I, I quit my job as an accountant and I was so bad at it <laughs> that I was about 20 grand in debt when I quit the job. <laughs> What's a bad accountant? What 20, grand in, yeah. 20 <laughs> grand in debt. 20 grand in debt. 
<laughs> so I wasn't handling my personal finances very well. So I'm, I was in debt and I quit my job. Mm-hmm. And my first 12 months as a comedian, I was 32 years old and I was just sleeping on friends' couches and I earned, I think, $12,000 that year. Mm-hmm. And I was 20 grand in debt. So it wasn't a great year. What was the interest rate on the debt? Do you remember? Uh, I can't remember, but it, was a, but it wasn't was it? one thing. It was oh, like it was, a- it was two credit cards, mm-hmm. a personal loan, mm-hmm. bloody, you know, American Express, Telstra. It was like a whole bunch of things yeah. mm. that all added up. I've got uh, to pay my Telstra bill, by the yeah, way. Can you remind me? <laughs> Someone remind well, me. I always feel like they don't fucking notify you. I'm always notified <laughs> yeah. the second time when they're like, you yeah. owe us money. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. and then you've anyway. got trust problems with them, so you won't let them direct yeah, exactly. evidence. I don't like them taking they, out. Yeah, I like yeah. to just, I want to pay. Yeah. So, so then <laughs> I, uh, and then this kind of went on for a couple of years, and then I got a job in Breakfast Radio. Mm-hmm. So I was able to sort of start to solve those money problems. Was, so, there, a pl- was there a plan there? That, so you got, yeah. you got the debt or did it just accumulate? You weren't thinking and you just- I just wasn't thinking. Okay. And so I, I always had, off? I had a very strange financial risk profile for and someone who's actually an accountant. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, as, yeah. as my account, the guy who does my accounting now, mm. he says, you're the only person I've ever known who has no money in the bank and looks at their credit card and considers that money in the bank. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd go- I'd say, oh, I've got four grand available on my credit card. I'm going to go for a holiday. Yeah. Well, you got <laughs> for four six grand. weeks. I'm going to yeah. go, I got four grand. I'm going to go overseas for six weeks. <laughs> I'm going to spend it all. It's the kamikaze effect. Like you just, you com- well, you're completely just going for the wall and hoping that all of a sudden there's a door that opens up. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. if they, are the kamikazes hoping that happens. <laughs> no, but they don't. It's, it seems like. They Dig don't. it down, I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be. Look, if everyone's good people. You're, and so, no, but it's like thinking it's all going to pay off at some point. You've got to have that yeah. in your heart where it's like, so I, had, pay off. I always had that bit of positivity. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll all work out. So what, 32, around 32, so you got, was the first radio job, radio job or is that? So, so that was when I was 34, I got that gig. So you hang on, for, you held in there for two years. So I was hanging in there for a couple of years. Yeah. Just doing stand-up and touring around the place. Does it sort of pl- play into the whole comedy thing, like the struggling comedian? I think it helped, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it provides you with good motivation to mm-hmm. be funny and write lots yeah. of material and book lots of gigs. I yeah. mean, do you get sad looking at the ones that don't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call my next festival show sad. <laughs> looking at other people who might have, been, might have been around you at the time that actually didn't make it. They were in the same debt. They're doing the exact same thing as you and uh, their, their, their chips didn't stack like yours yeah, did. Yeah. To be honest with you, certainly all the people I was friends with at that time, all in their own different kinds of ways, have gone on to do the, you know, they've taken all really interesting and fun paths and mm. not many that I can think of. Only hang around with winners. <laughs> <laughs> Only hang around with winners. You've forgotten anyone. Though. Not many drifted <laughs> off into something else. From what I can recall. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you're- I con- could be wrong. I'm sure you're contacted though, as someone who's been in the industry for a while, that people that are in exactly the position you're in mm. and the chance is that they won't make it. The chance is they won't crack it. In a big way. Yeah, I guess it depends what you mean by make it. 
you know. <laughs> get out of debt, bro. <laughs> get out of debt. Less yeah, sadness. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be sad less. <laughs> you be happy. That's my goal. I just want to be happy. Uh, how many gigs are you doing a week nowadays? Um, well, I've just done the Adelaide Fringe. So mm-hmm. in the lead up to the Fringe, I was doing oh, five or six a week. Yeah. What do you do in Adelaide? Like you do that. Like so once you've done your show, yep. do you have like a routine? So I've got a list. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I've got my list. So a typical – Do you have the same list? Like when it comes to like Fringe, do you like bring out that list? The fringe list? No, no. no I kinda, I'll curate it. I'll curate it depending what's going on. That's a, You should have a website, Limo's Lists. <laughs> Seriously. Just Stop upload on. your list for the day. Upload my list. But you could also, depending on where you are, like it could be a bit of a travel type of thing, like oh, go to this restaurant. Can you help, help me put my list together? Yeah. Got any oh, suggestions? Yeah, 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 curated list. List, list yeah. suggestions. Yeah. So on a typical day at the Adelaide Fringe, I would have- uh, Do you have a list today, by the way, that you can show us? Have you got any uh, list? No, I just, I, I haven't written the list down today, but it is in my head okay. what my list is today. Okay. So, so go go with the Adelaide one and then I want to hear today's list. So uh, <laughs> I would get up in the morning, typical day. What time? Uh, um. Oh, eight o'clock. That's all right. Yeah. Speak to my wife, try and speak to my son. This is in Adelaide? Yeah, on the, this is on the phone. Okay. Are you in like a service department? or what's I'm in a hotel. Mm-hmm. So talk to Kel, talk to my son. Uh, then I would go for a walk or a run mm-hmm. in the morning. Then I get back to the room and then I would arrange to meet someone for breakfast. Another a fellow com- comedian. Another comedian. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it could be, who did I have breakfast with while I was there? Uh, Lawrence Mooney, Tom Gleeson. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Simon Taylor's over there doing the fringe. Oh, oh, Simon, I didn't meet Simon Taylor for breakfast, but Simon Taylor is over there. And, uh, yeah, Tom Gleeson, Mickey Mm -hmm. D. So whoever had breakfast. What do you talk about? Sadness. (laughs) Sadness. <laughs> How sad yeah. we are. Yeah. You're, that's a fairly common theme. How really black is your shit? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of sad discussions amongst comedians. Is there? It really yeah, is. It really is. <laughs> In what way? Like, is it, I'm just feeling blue? Or it's like. Uh, no, 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 not sad, not sad like that, but just sad in. <laughs> the real thing. Yeah, just yeah. living in it. No. Just no one's ever happy with what's going on. Mm. Okay. You know, so it's about. Complaints about crowd sizes or yeah. how the show is received or reviews mm-hmm. or successes of other people make you sad. <laughs> uh, I mean, you get a level of awareness about it. Is it, is it something that other people are aware about? That, that I, don't, is a- I don't think so. I don't yeah. think people realise how uh, fragile comedians are. Mm. Yeah. Do they love, like I could imagine if I was a comedian. I, I, I was, to, I, so I'll give you an yeah. example. I met, I won't name them, but I was meeting two comedians for lunch. Right? It's one of the names that he listed. <laughs> <on. Yeah. laughs> I'm meeting two comedians for lunch, not breakfast. So sure. different list. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, sure. He's lunch. throwing us off. Nando's. And I sat down and I said, oh my God, I've got the best Carl Barron story. And they both went, don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> they knew the story would be about ticket sales because uh-huh. Carl Barron's a freak when it comes to ticket mm-hmm. sales. They knew the story would be about ticket sales and they both weren't happy with their ticket sales. Mm. So the last thing they wanted to hear was a really exciting story about massive ticket sales by another comedian. Mm. So they went, nah, don't want to hear it. Is there a com- comedian that comes to mind that is the opposite? They lo- they love everybody. They're, you know, they share the successes of everybody. No. That's, no, no. <laughs> that's a, that's a <laughs> one. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if they suck, they are of that line. <laughs> no, not at all. So it would be uh, breakfast with a comedian, mm-hmm. back to my hotel. I might have a little snooze. Do they have, um, is breakfast included in your room? Uh, no. No, so but you're, you're going always, out always to a cafe. Yeah, okay. go out to a cafe or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, might go back and have a little snooze in my room. Often a movie in the afternoon. So meet oh, the same idea. comedians yeah. or some different comedians. Well, you go to the cinema. Go to the cinema together, yes. Really? <laughs> so I saw 1917, Parasite, and Jojo Rabbit in Adelaide. And so, like, that's interesting, going to the movies. What, well, like, is what's it, the yeah, thought? Is it stimulus? Is it... Uh, Do you end well, up just talking about the movies through your whole set? You just, you're just <laughs> away from your three-year-old. You're like, well, fuck, you're, how good yes. is this? For me, yeah, I'm away from my kid mm-hmm. and away from sort of home commitments mm-hmm. and I never go to the cinema. So something like that and that would be the same. So I went and saw Jojo Rabbit with Lawrence Mooney. I went and saw Parasite with Tom Gleeson, Justin Hamilton, Nina Ayama and Heath Franklin and then I went and saw... What was the other one? 1970 by myself. And so I guess it's a good thing like because you get to conserve or preserve preserve or conserve energy. Conserve energy? Conserve. Conserve because you're not talking to everyone. Is that part of it? Uh, no, no, uh, no, not really. I just, yeah, for me, I just never get to go to the movies. Yeah. And it's fun to go with comedians because we all have, certainly your comedy mates, you have similar sensibilities. Who books them? Uh, so in Adelaide, we would all uh, – well, I went to 1917 by myself. Mm. Uh, I was late when I was – Did you use Telstra sit- tickets? Did you go through That's the Telstra? Cheap, cheap. No, no, I just I didn't buy them there. I, th- I was almost the only person in the cinema, which I love, Yeah, mm. which is my dream is to be the only person in a cinema. I try and choose movies. Mate, that you should be- get a TV at home. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. It's to get out of the house. It's like a yeah, great yeah, adventure. Yeah. So I'll choose films that have been out for ages. Mm-hmm. And I'll try and choose an obscure time. So like an early morning Wednesday, for example, or Monday of a film that's been out for eight weeks or more, mm. there's an excellent chance you'll be the only person yeah, in the cinema. Great. How does the cinema make money, do you reckon, at that point? Or- uh, I guess that's just, someone just turns it on. So whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One person's in there. That's enough. Like they've, got the, they've got the film. Yeah. Just turn it on. <laughs> Just play the DVD. You're are, are you trying to preserve energy for the rest of like until you show it the night? Is that what you do? No, like, no, no. So then you watch the movie. Uh, and then So with a group one, who gets the group tickets, sorry? We all met each other at the cinema, then just lined up and bought our tickets. And so do you because there's something about being an adult and then having to, like, if you're going out one by oh, yeah. one, do you have to say, oh, can we sit together? Yeah. So I was the first in the line. I said, all of us are together. And she said, yeah, no worries. Okay. Anyway, we went in. The cinema's huge cinema for Parasite. Mm-hmm. There were, I think, 10 people there. So us plus mm-hmm. another five. We were all sat next to each other, row of five. There were three people directly in front of us. And then two people sat somewhere else in the mm-hmm. cinema. But it was weird. Mm. Huge empty yeah. cinema. Because <laughs> there's all the these best, jam together. There's the yeah, best yeah. spots. Like you know where the good yeah. the good yeah. bits are. I guess. Are you, are you someone who eats? Like, do you would you get popcorn? And yeah, stuff? yeah. So I would get fruit chocks, the South Australian confectionery okay, yeah. that I so love. So what are they? <clears throat> so they're like a um, it's milk chocolate around an apricot square. Yeah. Okay. And they're freaking delicious. And you grew up in South Australia, right? Oh my god, yeah. Is, that, is yeah. it something you had as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just love it. You got any so, on you? <laughs> I don't. I finished the packet last night. So I would have, a, I would eat a whole packet of fruit chocks myself. How big's the packet? 
Uh, it's like a just normal lolly size. Like lolly size, <laughs> as in like, like <laughs> family size, of, <laughs> like a party pack. Are you meant to share it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I share it? No. So did you ever, like if you are with a group, is I, there a sense of like, hey, yeah. guys, do you did want you to share fruit? your fruit? So then, I was sitting in between Heath Franklin and mm-hmm. Hamo, Justin Hamilton, and I was eating all my fruit chocks to myself and piling them in while the trailer's happening. Yeah, good idea. The trailer for the new Bond film looks amazing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm piling them in. And then Hamo has got Jaffers. Okay. And he leans across to Heath and says, would you like a Jaffer? And Heath goes, oh, I'd love one. And then I felt bad that I hadn't been offering oh, no. <laughs> my. Wait, and, and so that you were in between both of them, were you? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's a real, uh, and he spoke loudly. <laughs> would yeah. you like would a Jaffer? Well, they didn't know what the fucking little square things you were, like you were eating were actually. Did like- you give him one at least? So, uh, and there, well, I was nearly finished. So I didn't, uh, yeah. no, I didn't. No, I didn't offer any around. <laughs> No, I get it. Uh, so, so that was that was Parasite. So then you move in the afternoon, um, and then maybe an early dinner, mm-hmm. depending if you have got a late dinner organised or not. And not being a fast food guy, what do you have for dinner? Just go to a. I'll either order a couple of days. I ordered pizza to my room, hotel room, mm-hmm. for an early dinner. Would you uh, have a whole pizza on your own? Yeah. Yep. It's pretty easy. Yep. I go then, large, margarita, then, or what are you getting? I'd normally pepperoni. Pepperoni, okay. And then I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> how quick, how quick. What are we talking? I reckon the pepperoni bits is the sad bit. <laughs> if you had margarita, it would just, like I feel like if I have a margarita, I'm like, Look, I've just had a bit of bread and tomato and it's like- It's, it's all the bread that makes me sad. It's yeah. not the pepperoni. <laughs> it's all the bread. It's I all the bread. That. So, uh, and then I do the show. A couple of nights I went for dinner after the show. So my mum came one night and we go to a restaurant, have dinner. Yeah. And then or other nights in Adelaide, you'd have a late show. Mm. So I would do my show or I'd be a guest on someone else's show. So I'd don't get, go and do my guest spot, then go and do a late show or maybe a couple of late shows. And then- um, then just hang out, a few beers, back to bed. Are you ever considering bloating when you're on stage? Is that an issue? <laughs> it's not. He's not, <sighs> Look, he's not doing a I'm, fitness competition. No, I feel stage. like I would if I was doing stand up. I feel like I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna not have the pizza. I'm going to have the pizza after. Oh, right, yeah. It's never a consideration. Oh, look, I'm beyond caring. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years ago, that might have been a consideration, but I, I just don't care. It's a great thing about comedy. Everyone's welcome Yeah, as a comedian. <laughs> you know, you so if I've got, looks like I've got a beer guts on stage, mm. then. Does it pay to be a bit, um, not ugly, ugly is the wrong <laughs> word, but do you think it pays to be, like I don't think Tommy could ever be, a comedian necessarily, right, mate. Limiting belief, <laughs> oh, to yourself. Well, just because, like, I think that, like, uh, projecting your sadness. What, 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 <laughs> like what, hot comedians, not many hot. <laughs> Tommy like, Little. Tommy Little. Okay, the other Tommy. But Tommy's then how many Tommies a, can you have? Tommy's a spunk. Dave Thornton's a bit yeah. of a spunk. Oh yeah, uh, lots of spunks. But I think do they lo- do they have what, to work extra hard to be funny? Have, you just have to be interesting. Yeah, you got to be interesting. You got to be funny, I mean, don't some, you? Some people have a quirky look. Mm-hmm. That can certainly add to their stage persona, but I don't think looking one way or another necessarily rules mm. you out. But comedy is about largely, I think, about imperfections. Mm-hmm. And if you're perfect, then there's not going to be much that's funny about you. Yeah. Mm. And just you can't laugh at you yourself. Are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long before a show are you getting to the venue? Like, what's the what's the uh, minute? Look, I. I like to get there about an hour early normally, but it's just a quirk of the venue I was at. 
I couldn't access the green room until the show before me finished. What are they doing? Well, yeah, you can only access the green room through the venue. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't walk through the venue while the previous show was on. So I was getting there about 15 minutes before my show started. So I'd stay in my hotel room to the last minute, then walk to the venue. Is it, does it make you anxious? Are you thinking, fuck, I need a bit more time oh, to prep? I was pretty relaxed in Adelaide because the, the fruit the, juice. So fruit I, so fruit. ticket sales were good. And mm-hmm. I was Cal pretty Baron good. <laughs> no, no, no one's ticket sales are Cal Baron good. Well, unless you're Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Uh, so I was pretty relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. But normally that would make me anxious. I like to pace. Around beforehand. What do you think is the consideration around ticket sales? What, when you've had really great years or bad years, what's been the contributing factor? Uh, uh, it, does, it does depend a lot on what else I'm doing, mm. but our ticket sales also depend on momentum. So if people who've consistently done shows every year, provided they're funny, mm. which most of them are, mm-hmm. uh, their ticket sales increase year mm. on year on year. I've done really. <clears throat> interrupted runs. So my ticket sales haven't had that consistent growth that some others would have had. Mm. Is there anything you can point to, like radio when you were on Triple M or is it on the Ra- pro- if I I'm on the project? I feel like the project was ever shifted a lot of units, I don't mm. think. Uh, Carl because- Barron's on TikTok. <laughs> is he? Do you know about this? Is he? Yeah, he's huge. on. Someone said, oh, who was it the other day? Cal that Bar- was- is Cal Barron really on TikTok himself? Well, I don't know if him, but he's blown. Someone said, they uh, said a comedian's name and it was another bald comedian. I'm like, are you sure they're on TikTok? I'm like, do you mean Carl Barron? They said, yes, I mean Carl Barron. I doubt that Carl Barron's on TikTok. I suspect someone Someone's else is putting Carl Barron material up. Yeah. Apparently it's on, doing very well. On TikTok. Can you look that up as a thing, Seb? Because he's just not a social media guy at mm-hmm. all. The only, which is part of Carl's genius. The only time you'll ever see Carl Barron is on stage. Yeah. Where does he live? Oh, that's my TikTok. Uh, I'm pretty Regional sure he's still in Sydney. Uh, Carl yeah, Barron, I'm but, just checking his TikTok. What about DVD? So DVDs used to be the big thing. He sold a lot of DVDs yeah. back in the day, yeah, mm. when DVD sales were a thing. And in, in Australia, is there the opportunity? So like in the US, it's all about getting the Netflix special. Is yeah. there any conversation around that? that? Uh, yeah, we tend not really to have those conversations. Mm. Oh, I certainly haven't with other comedians. But, uh, yeah, I guess now Stan does a lot of specials. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's certainly an avenue for comedians in Australia, uh-huh. yeah. What about acting for you? Where does it sit in, in terms of what you want to be doing? Well, I, I enjoy acting. Mm. I do love it. Uh, we've done four seasons of Utopia now and that was – Really, really good fun. Mm. Loved working with the working dog guys. So I would like to do more acting. Yeah. Is it, I mean, I always think about if I was to do acting, it would be, I couldn't do anything more than just some heightened version of myself mm-hmm. for you. Well, well, that's kind of my character <laughs> in Utopia is a bit like, is a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. What colour is your shit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. After dinner, he feels a bit sad. (laughs) Uh, So I feel like um, it's me plus or minus, depending how you look at it, Mm. you know, Mm. 10 or 20%. My character in Utopia. Yeah. um, Because he's a guy who's always in a good mood. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, nothing. If he's ever, eating right. Nothing. Yeah, if he's eating <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Nothing ever phases him or bothers him. 
And his motto in life is a problem passed on to someone else is a problem solved. (laughs) (laughs) And he feels no guilt or shame whatsoever about passing on those problems. Yeah. So So Um, I've really enjoyed you, Toby. So I'd love to to do more acting. mm. Um, You know, it's a a competitive business though. Are you a goal setter? Uh, Yeah, I am. Yeah. Not uh, – my goals aren't as firm – as they should be. I've set mostly short-term goals lately. Mm. Like what sort of things? Uh, so, for example, I just, you know what, they tend to be radio-related, mm-hmm. radio gig-related sure. or TV gig-related. How much can you control that shit, though? Like at the end of the day, it's you're needing to have a CD or someone like- We had a number one rating like, show on well, Triple- Well, I um, did have a number one rating radio gold, show. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't send out- you know, You're not doing air check. I don't send out a reel yeah. or an air check. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel like people know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so it's about me just talking to people and saying, "Hey, you know, that it's that's a gig I wouldn't mind doing, or that's something mm. I'm interested in." Is that or, how you say it? Oh, that's a gig I wouldn't mind doing. <laughs> <laughs> just eating your fruit fucking chops or whatever. Do, do you call people? Eating your fruit chops before I feel sad. Are you making hard calls to calling Duncan Campbell or, you know, someone, you know, these bosses? Are, are you uh, actually doing that? I'm not really, but what I, but I'm, I'm often pitching shows, okay. pitching ideas. Are they written t- out? What, to what TV and radio people. What does it look like? Like if you pitch an idea, you're like, mate, I've got a fucking idea. But often it'll be, yeah, something like that. It could be mm-hmm. as simple as that where you just stop someone in a hallway and go, mm-hmm. I'll go on for you. Oh, that's good. What about Have blah, you blah, blah, had blah. any good examples of where a very small conversation has led to something big? Uh, that's a hard one. But. Let me think. Not that I can. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, getting a sandwich ends up on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was our conversation. I, uh, yeah. So I did uh, The Glass House mm-hmm. years ago, um, which was the show Will Anderson used to do with Husey and Corinne mm-hmm. Grant on the ABC, a little chat show. I was a guest on that one night. Then I was in the green room afterwards and Kevin White, who runs Token Management, he, we were sitting in the green room together and I wasn't a client of Tokens at the time. I didn't really have management at the time. And he said to me, just as a side comment, he goes, are you into footy? I said, yeah, I bloody love footy. He goes, all right. And that was the entirety of that conversation and that led to me being a panellist on Before the Game for 11 years. Mm-hmm. So, so that's an example, I guess, right. of a yeah. small conversation yeah. leading to something big. Think about how many pubs where people are saying that. It definitely doesn't lead to that. And then I was fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden. So yeah. that and then before the game has led to all manner of mm. other football related gigs. Yeah. I think early days in people's careers, you can you end up Going actively putting yourself in these positions to try and get these things to happen, to try and yeah. meet these people. Is there a difference when you've been doing it? Is the mindset not, I'm actively out trying to do this? It's just, I'm amongst it. I'll always be having conversations. Uh, yeah, you, you are. You're pretty much always yeah. pitching ideas, talking to people about what could work for them, what could work for you. Mm. Uh, and you kind of, and you only want to do projects that you're really, really into. Mm. I'm not. You know, you won't ever find me hosting a, I don't know, a, a 
a fast food club. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Maybe that's exactly what they, they need. That'd be good. Um, I've watched that. Uh, so it's a bit of like the rounds at the moment. So Melbourne Comedy Festival, is there a Sydney one before then or what, what are you doing? So I only did Adelaide. Uh-huh. So I wasn't going to do a show this year because I just didn't feel as though I had a show in me. But Craig Egan, who runs the Rhino Room in Adelaide, mm-hmm. talked me into it because it's a special anniversary of Adelaide Comedy and he wanted me to come back. Uh, so he talked me into it. So I said, sure, I'll pull a show together. And anyway, I ended up I really liked the show. So it's, okay. the show's called Younger Than Brad Pitt because okay. <laughs> I am younger <laughs> than Brad Pitt. And so you're going to do it at the other festivals I'm too? younger than Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> and I really like the show. So it's about getting old, uh-huh. the show, and it's been a bit of fun. So I might do it at the Melbourne Fringe mm-hmm. later this year. And if yeah. that goes well, then I'll do a full run of festivals next year. So it goes Perth Fringe, Adelaide Fringe, Brisbane Comedy Festival, Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival. So all that mm. goes from the start of January to the end of May. What's the difference in audience between, say, Adelaide, Sydney, Melbourne? Uh, it's f- as far as audience numbers go. No, more. Like we're talking Carl Barron numbers. <laughs> no, <laughs> more vibe. <laughs> what's, yeah, what's. Yeah. Uh, look, from a festival point of view, I think the Adelaide Fringe has the best vibe. Mm hmm. Like it's just that city hands itself over to the fringe. And Is it because every- you're just high on sugar from all the fringe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> but there's just life. a really cool buzz around town. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool vibe. And everywhere you go, you, f- you get a sense of the fringe. Is Clips All 500 on at the same time? Yes, or something? Yeah. yeah. It's now called the Superloop 500. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's on at the same – So it was on last weekend. Mm-hmm. So that was four days. Yeah. So that's an interesting mix, your V8 crowd. Do you get the polo <laughs> yeah. shirt wearing? V8 sort crowd of, mixed in yeah. with yeah, comedy. I had a couple of V8 fans in my show uh-huh. on Saturday night and I could tell they were V8 fans because they were wearing the uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> Which, how many sports do people wear the uniform to watch the sport? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so V8s they do, like covered in sponsors and everything on their shirts. Yeah. Um, the worst example or best example is cycling. So the tour down under in South Australia, cyclists dressed in full lycra <laughs> ride their bikes to watch cyclists dressed in full yeah, lycra. Right. <laughs> and they, yeah. But they wear the same, like all the same sponsors hanging over their beer guts on the bike. <laughs> uh, footy, people wear jumper yeah. uh, to it. Boxing, they're not wa- walking out. You, you can't get into a boxing match wearing just shorts and a belt. <laughs> uh, swimming, if you rocked up with just budgie smugglers, you may not get in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cricket, one day cricket, maybe. Test cricket, I don't think you're going to turn up with Basketball, that. maybe. Yeah. You could wear I a, guess you wear the, you'd wear the top yeah. over but your- I don't get the whole, like I'm trying to actually get a deal with KO at the moment. I want to do a sports segment mm. on here. All I'm asking for is a subscription. It's pretty low-level shit, I mean, right? what we know about deals is you need to bring value. I saw fucking Triple M's got a massive KO like watermark. They're doing shit with them. Surely, like for a podcast, we're digital. Like, on people on devices. Are you, is, this, sent emails. is this your pitch to KO right now? <laughs> no, I, I, um, I don't know if you know Max Price, but we had Max Price on who's done shit I with KO. I do know Max. Max worked on the, I worked on the footy show with Max. Oh, great. Yeah, oh, and so, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I pitched it to him, uh, uh, Callan Sinclair, um, from the Swans, oh, yeah. I uh, pitched it to him as well. But yeah, no, it's not going well. Yeah, no, <laughs> all I want is I think it's probably so low level they don't know how to deal with it. You know, because <laughs> right. like okay, 
we need to organise legal to get a contract. They're so actually saying you retired us. Just pay the ten bucks a month. <laughs> no, 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 it's not <laughs> ten. It's like twenty five. It's twenty five. Oh wow, it's twenty five a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that much if you're in sport. Yeah, that's good. Are you? That's another one of my subscriptions. Okay. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just feel like I could get into um, baseball. I'm thinking that, like, just from a, they always, from a quality point of view, it looks great on the TV. And if baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. I, I'm not a massive baseball fan. Uh-huh. But you can I'll, appreciate the cinematography. But I can appreciate what, what yeah. you're looking at there. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a – with American sports, I basketball I like mm-hmm. and ice hockey. Oh, yeah, we thought about yeah. that. Live is really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. We're going to puck over there. They are fucking hard. Mm. You wouldn't want that coming at your face. Yeah. That's a soft one as well. It's it? not even proper. Yeah. Jeez. It's one that you bought – Dill bought at the gift shop. That's mm. a, it's a – it's a bullshit puck. Sorry about yeah, that, Liam. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's embarrassing, really. <laughs> Just serving up a bullshit puck. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on the show. It's made me a bit um, sad. <laughs> yeah, can, can you thread in some of the sadness to your show? Yeah. I like it. We should. Sure. Um, I, you know what? It's made me think I should talk about being sad on stage. I've never mm. done that as material on really? stage. Okay. Yeah. What about it's a part fast- of being old, mate. <laughs> it's, it's part of being old. It all ties in. What are, yeah, fast food sad or something like that. I feel like there could be some sort of fast food It's a bit about how quickly do you get sad from the food. Yeah, group, different food groups. Uh, yeah, I like because you know uh, Macca's back twenty years ago, it just didn't make me sad at all. Really, mm. so I just eat it and then I'd be, be happy for the rest of the day. So but, what's it, is it a guilt? Is this culture putting on this, or do you think they've uh, changed the ingredients? I, <laughs> <laughs> I think because now I'm more conscious of my general health, <laughs> despite the fact that I'll drink a bottle of wine and eat a. Yeah, sure. So you've created a story about that that you're okay with, but the burger thing, yeah. you're thinking too much about I'm your- thinking, Mind you, the, the chocolate and the red wine do make me sad at some point. Yeah, sure. But I um, think more about the burgers. I think you, yeah. asked, you knew this was going to happen. Mm. Can we do a video with you where we take you to Nando's and we see how quickly you get sad? <laughs> yeah, it's a time that starts. Yeah. Actually, take me to all the fast food places oh. and see how we'll create a leaderboard. You literally it said you like- wouldn't do a fast food show. We've just sold in a fast food show. <laughs> yeah. like just prep the contract, Sam. <laughs> Give me like Top Gear. So yeah, yeah. Just have the leaderboard yeah. at the top. Blood sugar levels. We could do all that sort of Love stuff. Oh. We'll get the doc involved, Dr. Yeah. Rochford. Yeah. 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 The doc be in. checking the shit. Test my Color? Yeah. yeah. Are you just quickly? Are you soft drink guy? Do you drink soft? Drink? No, no, not at all. Not even like a diet Coke. No. Nah. Oh, I, I, okay. That's a slight lie. If I rock up to a gig mm-hmm. and I'm feeling a bit tired, I'll have a lemonade. Oh, okay. Your lemonade's almost like a bit medical. Like I feel like lemonade. No, yeah, your mum said if you're feeling a bit sick, yeah, have, have a lemonade. lemonade. Have a lemonade. That's exactly yeah, yeah. what I got. If I'm on a long car drive and I'm feeling tired, I'll have a V. Oh, you're an animal. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's but on. aside from that, I'm water, yeah. beer, and red wine. Fizzy water? Or yeah, just no, water. just okay. normal. Right. Glad we got that sorted. <laughs> yes. It would have been so annoying if we didn't. Uh, is this the player profile you put together <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. every episode? Could you imagine the card? It would actually be quite good, like the fast food. Yeah, I'm imagining stuff. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Lemo. It's another show. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, leave us an Apple podcast review. Otherwise, see you tomorrow, guys. See ya.